you're pretty funny. <laughs> Sometimes. You don't think it's you're funny? In the flow. When I'm in the flow. I think you're in the flow. <laughs> Did I tell you how my nephew says bananas? No. <laughs> I thought maybe, but he says bananas. Bananas. So I have this huge tree in my backyard, and when I Facetime him, he's like, "Can I see the the tree, Uncle Marco?" And I'm like, sure. And I was like, Peter, you know, I have these monkeys in these trees and I want to invite them in for dinner. Like, what do I give them? And he goes, I think you should give them bananas. Welcome to Desert Streaming, everybody. This is Marco Casanova. This is Abby Ford. Yes. And we are here to talk about how the Imago Dei unlocks freedom. Come on. Yeah. So Abby had a word and I thought, man, we should we should do a podcast on that. Just how man for woman, woman for man um, unlocks freedom in, in a particular way, if I may. Um, for men who struggle with addiction, mm-hmm. who struggle with cyclical addictive patterns of sin, of lust, and and maybe have come to believe that If I just work this out on my own, I'm going to get freedom. But really, it takes not only um, the Lord in a powerful way, the witness of his body, the church, but also good relationship with the opposite one to unlock freedom from it. Mm -hmm. Is that kind of what you were getting at? I think so. I think it goes both ways. But uh, yeah, the, the word that I was receiving really was more for men and how Mm. men can find freedom as you said from these cyclical addictive patterns and maybe i should should share a little bit of the word or share the word so yeah we were at a a a prayer meeting recently with men and women and um you know we're going places together and so in this group we were all praying we praise the lord and then we confess together just offering yeah our weakness and our sin before each other man and woman sharing with each other uh, where we're vulnerable and where we're getting hooked, either through temptation or through outright sin, things that the Lord is asking us to lay down. And um, yeah, we're tempted not to. And there were a few, just as as we were praying together, uh, there were a few men sharing and, and maybe sharing what I would say is like not unfamiliar patterns for them. Mm -hmm. So they weren't new things. It was like, Oh yeah, I've, I've heard them, confess that before bring it to the lord and i really believe in these men they've taken a lot of ground in their healing journey already they really do have clean hands and a pure heart but there were ways in which in in their confession i just heard this kind of uh it was like the old familiar uh, vomit that was wooing them back mm, to eat mm-hmm. again and, and men and women alike that's what we're all confessing a, a lot of the time frankly it's like yeah i'm tempted to go back to that but but this particular night as i heard these confessions for a few of them in particular something rose up in me and like there was just this like kind of internal uh not sure what to describe it as but like a a fight for them something yeah. in me just said like i I got to fight for them. And I kind of, in my spirit, I was asking the Lord, like, well, what do I do? Because I, I want to fight for them, but how do I help them break free of something that's so deep and so familiar that they've taken some ground in, but they need the last bit of ground, I would say. Yeah. And um, yeah, for for a few of them in particular, it was like, 
what do you guys need from us? That was the that was the cry that was rising up in me. Like, what do you need from us as your people, as your prayer warriors, as your walking partners in this? What do you need from us? And as we were sitting there for these men, I actually began to feel this sense like the Lord is calling them to activate with women in yeah. a new way. And 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 these men in particular, they're good men. They have good female um connections they're not you know they're not awkward with women or anything like that but what i saw was the ways in which they were being snagged in a, in effect weren't going to be set free until mm-hmm. they brought them into connection and real relationship with women and i i just saw it so clearly the lord calling these men up to to relate to and to move into kind of a humble submission Hmm. with women and not just romantically. So this is beyond romantic pursuit, but I think for these men, it actually will be that some of these men are single wanting relationship, but getting hung hung up in uh, the, the places and the patterns of their own failure. And I I kind of had this thought and maybe Marco, you could speak into this a little bit, but for men, I wonder if there is a little bit of like, well, once I get like really free, then I'll be good enough <laughs> to pursue a woman. Once right. I've got that mastered, I'll I'll move towards a woman. That was yeah. what I felt. And it's what even I felt over these men that they they were fighting the fight so that they could be a good gift. And what I felt in that moment was like, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. They have to activate now because a woman is going to be a part of the grace for their healing. And it was so it was so profound for me and it sounds so simple even as I share it, but in the moment I saw it so clearly that the cyclical patterns of these men outside of the depth of the you me male female relating yeah. Without it, they weren't going to get the mastery over it that they wanted to. Right. And I could almost feel like, ah, that that sounds so hard. I, I don't wanna I don't wanna get there without mastering it. And that's noble, but there was some way then in which a woman's response is being like a gracious receiver, one who's calling men up higher by her presence in their life, mm-hmm. even demanding something of them. Like, I, I actually demand that you interact with me, a real woman. Yeah. And in that, these other little compulsions, little addictions, or big addictions, big compulsions, hmm. are going to fall away because your effort's going into the real person, into yeah. reality. And her response to you as man is moving something in you, activating something in you that, I don't know, that exercises the very muscle that you're trying to exercise in the addiction. Yeah. Is this making sense? It makes I don't total know. <laughs> sense. No, and I think there's power, Abby, in in a woman summoning a man, mm-hmm. you know? Because I think a lot of men come from uh, backgrounds relating with women in, in kind of extremes, be it maybe a mother who's extremely shame shaming mm. you know like oh you can do nothing right. right you're just like your father type of thing you know i hear men say that often mm. or maybe you don't even feel like you can take your struggles to to women yeah. you know cuz you feel so much shame but for women who see the struggle mm-hmm. and then say what can we do to help you yeah. like there's a power in that and there's a 
there's a, I, I just felt it even in my own spirit as you were speaking this word out this morning. Um, like, a, whoa, this is, this is calling me higher, yeah. different than a, than a man to man, huh. you know, and I'm not, I'm not advocating that, you know, men should be accountable to their girl, their friends who are women, exactly. you know, but there is something of, of activating the body of Christ in, in women knowing how men struggle and calling them higher and saying, you know, you need, you need us to break free from this, you know, don't bypass us for her on the screen or her, uh, in a, in a, in a fantastical way in your mind, Mm -hmm. like actually relate to us in real life. And, and it's there by it's, it's then that you actually become integrated as, as a man. Don't wait till you're, 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 perfect you know working it out on your own yeah. then you pursue the real woman you know yeah. i think that's totally a, a, a guy thing <laughs> 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 to think like okay True i have to get all my shit together right. and then i'll be ready mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and i'm not saying like hey there, there there are some times where it's like hey you need to, you you need to do some major work yeah. you know therapy living waters like you need to yeah. you need to do that but I think for a lot of guys, it's like, dude, we need to get out there. Yeah. We actually need to do real relating with real women. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm deficient in that. And maybe that's why I'm still in this, stuck in this cyclical thing that's kind of dulling me. Mm-hmm. It's diminishing something in me, yeah. you know? So I really felt that as you were speaking it out. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. I mean, I think... For us as women, I mean, there is like a, there can be a, a perhaps a, our own compulsion to fix or to restore or order, not just men, but people in our lives to caretake, to, right. to do that. It really, it, it had none of that feel to me. It really was what we're talking about, which is this sense of like, I, I feel like I have something that calls you up mm. into the fullness of your dignity. And if you'll relate to me, as a woman with as a man relating to a woman there's some way in which all of the things that we've gone to really because we're avoiding the real yeah. relationship those things are going to fall away and it's not going to be without struggle or without awkwardness or anything it, it it requires all of that but we become whole yeah it's that's what we're made for is real relating and these other things fantasies or screens as you say they, they just, they kind of permit us to go around the merry-go-round mm-hmm. forever and ever. And we wonder, like, why am I not getting better? Well, part of it's because I'm just staying in this cycle. I'm yeah. not trying to do anything else. And I, I would agree with you that for women, we, all, we want men to be on the healing journey. Like, we want to know that they've done some work <laughs> to mm-hmm. get free of addiction. I think people that are just coming out of addiction, um, you know, maybe in a way aren't, aren't even kind of ready to see a real woman. So that's, that's not the men I'm talking about um, that just need the all right daily accountability. Let me really take some yeah, ground. Right, right. But having taken the ground, where do we then go when these old things are calling us and we don't want that, but we feel not ready? Well, we go, we, we activate. And I think men in particular, that oh, that men would activate. Right. And for women... When we've done our work kind of behind the scenes, I think we become worthy recipients of men in process. We're not expecting perfection, but we're waiting for 
activated men. I think so many women that I see and speak with are like, okay, well, just where are the men? I'm ready to do relationship with them. I'm ready to work out some stuff, even when they're imperfect. But but they're not in front of me. I mean, I'm seeing so many, and yet not a one of them is moving into real relating with me. Mm-hmm. And I think women don't know what to do with that. I think women can, can become bitter or even ungenerous in that regard. But when men lead out in that, when men are vulnerable, even in their need, even not kind of knowing everything, I think women are, are more ready than they might even know yeah. to be good recipients of the struggle. I knew it was a good word because when you first said it, I was like, how dare she? <laughs> <laughs> you know that feeling of yes. like, she doesn't know a man's struggle. You know, like we confess sin over and over again to kill it. Like, yes. which is all of these things yes. are, are, are true to an extent, but it was like this immature hmm. sort of don't go there with Mm. us, you know? Mm. But then it's like, oh, no, 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 no. This is like a frustration unto fulfillment, you know? Like there's a a maturing in the woman calling us higher, you know? And we as a church men have to welcome her voice Mm -hmm. in calling us higher. We actually need it. (laughs) If we don't have it, we will actually never mature. We'll never get out of ourselves. We'll always stay in our narcissistic, cyclical, mm-hmm. sinful lives. We'll never come out of ourselves, wow. you know? So I was like, oh, this is a great word because I feel this sting. Because it pinches. <laughs> oh, well, thanks, Parker. No. It's good to know. I mean, so I'll, I'll deliver it with sensitivity. Now um, we're angry at each other. And... <laughs> exactly. Where's the, where's the therapist when you're here? Yeah, no. no, but really I think it's um, also a, a good glimpse into okay, what's going to actually be formative for me? I mean, that's that's been helpful for me mm-hmm. just in my own integration as somebody who has been so stuck on other men, mm-hmm. you know, like, and, and getting into the world of women and my own need for integration in that. And like the little pinches are, mm-hmm. are, are emblematic of, okay, like, listen, yeah, you know, like walk this out. Yeah. Don't shut down. You know, yeah. I think that's so good. I mean, it might be good to talk about, like, what does this practically look like? Because I think in that regard, it is, and I'm not sure I have the answers, but we could explore it a little. Because I think for men, it's like, well, kind of what you're saying, am I not doing enough just to speak it out and be known by everyone in this? And I, I would say, absolutely. Like, I am only blessed when men, um, reveal themselves. I realize what that takes for any of us to do that. And it, I mean, normally, I mean, unto what you're saying, like, normally that's enough for me. I'm like, power to them. Like, right, they're right. confessing it to get it out. But that's not what it was recently. There was something in me that just really did feel like I'm not willing to let my brothers settle there anymore. Yeah. I'm not willing to leave them there hoping that they one day find their way forward. Yeah. I want them... I want them to see ground. And it was just as clear as day to me the way they're going to see ground is if they interface with yeah. women. And no, I, I mean, to. I think, I'm sorry. I just cut you off. It's great. It's podcast. We're mad at each happen. other. I'm cutting her off. <laughs> no, I think, I mean, because when, when I think of my own sort of life romantically, it's like, mm. I'm not there. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm just like, I'm not dating anybody. You know what I mean? Like, and so how do I work this out? Yeah. You know, like I'm not working this out romantically with anybody, mm-hmm. but I do think Abby in a, in a way I'm working this out, like working with you, Yeah. you know? Yeah. And it is, it's also a call to, I think people who are, are celibate like priests yeah. and seminarians, like how do I work this out? Yeah. Well, actually work alongside other women. Yes. Like, actually do it don't just see them as secondary preachers you know i'm not advocating i'm never advocating (laughs) that women should preach in the holy sacrifice of the mass but you know women i mean you go to a focus conference or like these these major catholic conferences honestly the women clobber i mean they're just amazing Mm -hmm. you know they have something to give that's an aside. I'm talking more about the personal, like working it out. Like that's how I've, I have found it. You've been such a gift Mm -hmm. to me and like, okay, we can work this out. Mm -hmm. We can work out our differences. Mm -hmm. We can work out our, our disagreements. We've had that, Sure. you know, we can work, we can work out like, Hey, I need to share something with you. Like there's a block in my mind that I feel like I need to share with you, you know? Um, and so that's helped me as a man to do that, you know? You're not my accountability buddy. Exactly. You know, but I, I'm, I see you as woman. I see myself as yeah. man. And it's like, how do I relate to her mm-hmm. in ministry? I mean, that's a worthy, that's a worthy journey, you yeah. know, like talk about integration. And if I could exhort the women, I mean, I think that the, the willingness to be in open space for our brothers is, is one of the greatest gifts we can give. And I, I actually, I've thought this for years. I don't think women that we should even maybe first think about being a wife and a, a spouse until we have learned how do I offer my femininity yeah. to Christian community, Christian brothers. And, and I see it again and again when I'm integrated in offering my gift or just being who God's made me to be, my presence, it does call men up. Yeah. And it's just, it's not that I'm trying to, but it's just like, I want running partners. <laughs> and so we, we're mutually doing that. It's not just me to men, it's men to me as well. That, yeah. that That's what I need as a woman. I need men. And again and again here at Desert Stream too, I mean, I can think of so many times when if I had only been left to my own kind of f- feminine response to a circumstance, a situation, I would have... I would have locked down. I would have shut down. That would have been for me um, kind of the low bar. And what typically calls me out of that is when a man says, well, Abby, no, I see more. I see more for you. And I see more of this situation. And it's not that I'm being always only subjective or only emotional. I don't, Mm. I don't really like that stereotype for us as women. I feel like we have a lot of insight and, and particular discernments that maybe make us just unsure sometimes of what going what's going on. I feel something really strong. I'm not sure, but the masculine, essentially the masculine settledness, the masculine that comes in and just says, "Yeah, Abby, you're feeling all of those things, but here's the anchor of truth," right. and just standing there and pointing me towards it just by your own objectivity as man, it it integrates me. It gives me something, and so in that regard, like when a man is submitting himself in his weakness, it it's not just a man revealing weakness to woman. That's it, not even what I am seeing for these men. Yeah. What it is is a man interfacing with a woman and offering his gift to woman right. and starting to 
to move himself into her world as a friend, potentially dating, etc. But in that movement, something begins to it come alive because it's right ordering. Yeah. Something's right in that. And so we feel it in different ways. It's so it's so inspiring. It's <laughs> so holy, really. And it's not just about, well, get a ring on a finger. It's like, let's become Christian community where men and women need each other, yes. truly need each other. Right. No, that's yeah. that's good. Mm-hmm. I think um I mean, it's like, I think this was the first time in my, in my life as a, as a Christian man that I was called to work closely in ministry with, with other women. I mean, one-on-one, like as a seminarian, when I was in the seminary, I was assigned to these parishes and and I saw priests like working well with Mm -hmm. women, which was neat, but I was never in that position as pastor or administrator, but here at Desert Stream, I, you know, we are, you know, and, um, I think I don't think it has to be, and, and basically what I think what we're saying is it doesn't have to be, go right to the romantic, right mm-hmm. to the ring on the finger. You know, it's like, look around. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's women in your life that you can start. I'm not saying to use them as a as a you know a, a sort of avenue for your wholeness, but like in a way, it's just start relating to them as the man you are. Yeah. You know and um gain something from it it's true it's like reclaiming true feminism in the church you know a true authentic feminism we need that we need good authentic feminists i'm not Mm. talking about the radical you know crazy yeah never mind well we won't go there but just the a, a true feminism like i think of great great women who have gone before us um especially in the catholic world like you think of catherine of siena like talk about true feminism or mm-hmm. Teresa of Lisieux, or even mother angelica who started the eternal world television network like talk about a pioneer of a woman mm-hmm. think of annette comiskey right. you know these women who have had a vision alongside men yeah. and have said you know what we're gonna freaking go for it and we're gonna rock it we're gonna advance mm-hmm. the kingdom of god mm-hmm. and i'm gonna do it as a woman and men, we need to come alongside them and uh, be refined and integrated and made holy by them. Wow. It reminds me a little, as a staff, we're going through theology of the body right now and kind of going through it piece by piece. It's good. It's, it's good to chew on. And we're talking recently about original solitude and, and this ache and this yeah, yearning for an other, you know, mm. something that is completion. We, you know, we talked about it at length, really, but this ache for the Lord and communion with him. And in a way, I think that's where we start. Like, God, I've sinned against you. I'm wrestling because I'm not connected to you. I'm restless because I'm not in fellowship with you. And so mm. we, you know, we, we begin our journeys before him yeah. and by becoming submitted to the lord in our brokenness both man and woman but i mean as we see in adam and eve there was a point at which it was this mutual submission like it's the you me thing it's the knowing an other and this other bringing completion by integrating and interfacing with them and i think without that that ache a solitude i think both men and women experience it i think it's sometimes what drives our own addictions our own pain is that 
we don't know what to do with this ache. We don't know how to go after fulfillment. And in a way, we don't on our own. But when we begin saying, well, God, I'm at, I'm at least... I at least have to be with the other. I can't hmm. just be with my men or with my women to say that's going to that's going to meet my needs. It's not. Right. And until we can do that, I think as good friend groups or as good working partners, as good like okay, let's I'm doing this project. I actually need a man's perspective here. Mm. I can't just do it all on my own and assume I have all the answers. It happened this morning actually. You know, Andrew and I are talking well we're all marco and andrew and i are all doing this tob virtual retreat anyone want to come september 21st you can visit the tob website sign up um but i had written this outline and i thought it was pretty good actually it was like okay this is good marco andrew and i were going to do this stuff with christopher got the outline worked out christopher west so if you don't come for us come for him yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) we come for him um but but andrew he had looked over it and so we met this morning to to review it a bit and I, I, I'll be honest, like my initial sense was, oh, like he's going to, he's going to rework this whole thing. And <laughs> all that I've done is just going to be, you know, not good. And, and not, <laughs> not, not because he's critically tearing apart my work. I probably have a little wound there um, in, in my own history. But uh, uh, the, yeah, the, this sense was like, okay, what I've done is, is not going to be enough. And this man, and not only a man, but the leader, the founder of this ministry, I mean, objectively he has a lot more to offer than I do. <laughs> but but it was interesting because I felt it for just a split second, this sense of like, okay, here's my little outline. Like, what do you got, Andy? And um, and it was so good. Like he he gave me his feedback and we tweaked a few things, but I felt so I felt so honored actually that my wow. work was was not altogether <laughs> not intact <laughs> at the end. But what he added, I thought, oh, that is so right. Like that's exactly that's what it mm. is. Like that, that's more clear or yeah, we don't really need that. I kind of wanted to add that. I wanted to add my little flowery piece. And he's like, yeah, I don't think we really need that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I can lay it down. <laughs> lay down the flowers. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I can tell stories. I'm just kidding. Um, no, actually I will tell a quick story. So my mom, I, I love my mom. She's so wonderful. And actually she helped me in, in so many ways of writing and all of that. But this one time I gave her a paper and I can remember it clear as day high school. I gave her a paper to edit and she kind of went through the whole thing. And I think she like edited out about 75% of it and just said, Abby, it's too flowery. Like we don't need all this flowery <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, but, but it's that's so- the important stuff <laughs> yeah, to me. Exactly. <laughs> What's left is dry and dull. And she's like, well, change it. So I probably did. <laughs> and she was probably right. Like, right. you know, be a little less flowery, Abby. But, uh, but my point being like, I in my own offering, as good as it might be in any given moment or as bad as it might be, it gets better and is refined more Mm. with the masculine input and a good masculine input. You know, men that I trust, men whose whose input has weight because they actually have done work in these areas. So, I mean, just underscores the same point. We're aching for it. We don't always know where we can get it, but it's actually more practical than we think. Yeah. It's submitting our thought to a man or it's bringing our wound to a woman and just saying, would you hear this and tell me if I'm off in some way? I mean, that's what it is. And it's so honoring yes. both ways. Yeah. And yet we don't we do not do it. I, I don't know why we don't do it. Maybe shame, fears of responses, but... But I think we're going to find as the body of Christ, as young adults in 
in and striving for kingdom culture, that the more we are human relating, the freer we're going to be. Yeah. No, I, it, it's so funny because I have a, a similar story. I was in the seminary. I was studying under this amazing biblicist. Her name is Dr. Kelly Anderson at St. Charles in Philadelphia. She's probably one of two women biblicists, Catholic biblicists in the country who are Orthodox and amazing. The other being Dr. Mary Healy. So Dr. Mary Healy and Dr. Kelly Anderson, shout out, they're amazing. <laughs> so Dr. Anderson was kind of a, she's a badass. Like, oh, yeah, I'm like, meet her. she's kind of scary. <laughs> no, she's not scary at all. But her, she's demanding. She's wow. demanding academically. And I wrote a paper and uh, she gave me a C. She said, it's too flowery. <laughs> not even kidding. And esoteric. She's like, I have no idea what you're saying. I don't know what you're trying to say. And it's so true, like submitting our thoughts to the opposite one. And, and they call us higher in a way, you know, both men for woman and woman for man. Um, and that's only emblematic of mm. how, how much deeper they could take us and the freedom we can receive. Yep. Thank you, everybody, for joining us here at Desert Streaming. Until next time, God bless you.